Hello, welcome back to the Creator Spotlight from the interface. Um, this is episode number two, and this time I have special guest Sammy Fathy from uh, Mac Rumors. He's been at Mac Rumors for a little while now, so I thought I'd get him on the show to talk about Apple and um, all the his appearances on TV and the viral tweets he's had. So, yeah, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. That's uh, quite a big introduction. <laughs> hope I, I hope I meet the standard. <laughs> Awesome. So I just want to get the first first thing we talk about is how long have you been at MacRumors and how did you get started into blogging? I've been at Mac, I'll be at MacRumors for two years in February. Nice. So it's like 541 days so far, but who's counting? (laughs) Yeah, it's been, um, yeah, it's, it's been uh, awesome experience, obviously. It's, uh, I used to follow Mac Rumors when I was younger, and yeah. to, to be able to now work with people who, you know, I used to read their work and, and admire them, it's it's quite an honor. So, yeah, two years almost. Yeah, it's quite impressive. What did you What did you do before? Did you... Um, I well, right before Mac Rumors, I ran my own outlet on Twitter. Uh, it was called Apple Terminal, and I ran that oh, yeah. with a good friend of mine. I'm not sure if you if you remember I think I've it. Heard of it. Um, yeah. it yeah, it did quite good. Um, we ran it for around, I think, around two years. Um, for for an outlet that just started, you know, we were doing quite, uh, you know, quite good for ourselves. Mm. Um, I was uh, finishing uh, senior year of high school, um, and then um, yeah, Mac Rumors reached out to me uh, in January of twenty twenty one, okay, and said, "Would you like a job?" And rest is history. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So, like, it's I noticed with Mac with working at sort of a place that size, like nine to five Mac and Mac Room, is you get quite a bit of attention as well. Is that is that ever a problem or? Um, it's it's definitely been a a shift in terms of of um, I'm much more careful with what I put out now. Mm. I mean, when I first started out, I had like you know 250 followers, so. I could put something out and, and no one would care. Um, but I've had a few instances where I've, I've put something out that I probably shouldn't have put out. Yeah. And then I check my phone when I wake up and it's it's just I'm on the verge of, of getting canceled pretty much. Yeah. Um, so it, it has definitely been a learning curve in that sense, but obviously nothing, uh, not complaining at all, of course. Yeah. I don't know if we can talk about it, but I remember you tweeted out, I think it was last week or week before, I think someone someone from 9to5Mac, I think there was some weird issue with copyright, like, um, what do you call it? Plagiarism, maybe. I can't. Was it? I can't remember if it was you. That said it was. That, yeah. It 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 wasn't nine to five Mac. Oh. It was another publication okay. uh, that um, that just blatantly ripped off one of our, um, not one of my articles, but but one of uh, Joe's articles. Um, and nine to five Mac, they would they would not do that. No, We're good friends. Nine to five Mac's pretty good. It's I sort of put Mac Room as nine to five Mac in the same sort of space. So yeah. Yeah, we're. I, I have a bias, but you know, <laughs> yeah. that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I sort of, I blog about Apple stuff when I started the interface. So I've been running the interface for like uh, ten years now. Um, wow, which is which is which is awesome. So I started in high school, um, but it's sort of it's sort of Apple stuff as well as as networking's, but it's most it's sort of drift away from Apple a little bit more more to do with the software releases that I cover now. But so yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's an interesting time. It's, it's a fun, uh, yeah. It's an interesting time, and it's um, 
it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely well, something we can talk about is the uh, event, which is probably going to be in a few weeks. The, the iPhone 14 event, hopefully. So. Yeah, are you looking forward to it? or? Yeah, I've... I've got an 11 Pro at the moment that I haven't bothered upgrading for the past few years, so... Wow, maybe you're, you're due for an upgrade. <laughs> maybe if it, if it looks good, I'll, I'll uh, spring for that. But yeah, is there any, uh, any predictions that... What sort of predictions have we got for the new iPhone? Oh, um... <laughs> hmm. Good question. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm rocking a 12 Pro Max, and uh, it feels kind of silly for me to say I want to upgrade after you say you have the 11 Pro. Um, but I am buying an upgrade. I, I skipped out on the 13 just because promotion didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I skipped out on the 13. Uh, definitely um, going to be upgrading to the 14 Pro Max. At least that's the plan. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's going to be I think it's going to be an exciting release. I think the, you know, the lower end of the lineup, I'm, I'm really not sure how Apple's going to market that. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they're they're keeping the same chip from the thirteen. Is that what? Um, is that what's rumored? Is it? Yeah, so they're going to keep the same chip, um, the same sort of internal, you know, uh, processing behind the phone. Um, so I'm I'm really sort of um, confused over what they're going to actually change because mm-hmm. they just can't change nothing and, and and slap a new number on it and say here you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know there has going to be something that they do. Probably going to be something camera related. Um, something uh so that's on the lower end of the lineup i'm not expecting that much but on the higher end with the 14 pro and the 14 pro max that's where uh, i'm i'm probably the most excited i've been for an iphone release in a very long time uh just because i feel that iphone upgrades have been very stagnant uh the 12 was a decently big upgrade with the new flat edges 13 mm-hmm. was kind of minor uh, it feels like 14 is a time for apple to really go all out and, and give us something that uh, give us something pretty cool and i'm confident they'll We'll do that and suck all of our wallets dry at the same time. <laughs> yeah, everyone goes bananas whenever anything new comes out. I remember the MacBook Pro last year. There was, there was most, mm. everyone on my Twitter feed was buying it, even though it's outrageously expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with Apple. I mean, people always complain about their prices being so high, but then you know the actual purchasing habits of customers are no are in no way reflective of those high prices. People will yeah. pay, you know. Put an Apple logo on anything, and people will probably buy it. So yeah, yeah. Also, the uh, the ship. Well, if all goes to plan, I noticed I noticed some delays with iPad OS 16. I've seen um, reported, but hopefully the iOS 16 update should be released at the same sort of time as the new iPhones as well. It's quite a well. They'll yeah. have. Yeah, I mean, they'll have to be released at the same time because you can't yeah. release a phone that has software that no one else has, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, iOS 16 will come out in September. If the rumors are true, we're thinking September 16th, I think, for the iPhone 14 okay. becoming available. So uh, the, the iOS 16 should be available a few days before then. Yeah. Um, so ar- around the second week of September. Um, yeah, iPadOS 16. Event. Yep. iPadOS 16, though, yeah, October, which I'm actually very happy about. I was relieved to see that they were delaying it because it is a um, it's a hot mess. Is it? I've 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 not I've not messed around with the betas this time, but I've I've seen some on any of the betas or, no. or just the iPad one. No, I've not messed around with them. any of them. No. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're uh, you're you're missing out on the phone. You're missing out on the lock screen. 
I can tell you that much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm not sure you'll, you're not missing out on, on anything else, but the lock screen for sure is, is very nice. It looks nice. quite good. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is. It's a nice, nice update. Uh, yeah, but iPad OS 16 is, is um, I'm not sure how, how, I mean, even for a beta, I mean, I'll, you know, people always say, yeah, it's a beta, but you, know, you shouldn't criticize a beta, but at the same time, um, we're on the sixth beta at this okay. point of, of uh, iPadOS and iOS. And iOS is fine, but iPadOS, I'm not sure how we're this far into the testing, and it's still such a mess. Mm. Like, it, it, it's uh, it's concerning. Do things crash, or it, is it the stage manager? It's stage manager mainly. Stage manager is, uh, I just wrote a, uh, an article this morning about it, but okay. um, yeah, stage manager is, uh, it's a good idea. I, I, I can see the direction Apple's going in, but the way they've implemented it, it's just, um, it's not right. They're trying to, you know, they're, they're still trying too hard to separate the Mac from the iPad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like, you know, stage manager, they had this idea, but they just didn't execute it correctly. So I, I'm hopeful they'll they'll make some big changes before it actually launches. So we'll see. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, they've also got the, I think stage manager's coming to the Mac as well. Uh, that's usually in October yep. as well. So again, I've not had a chance to play with that, but look quite promising. So yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah, you'll you'll have a nice surprise. You know, I can't. I wish I, I I wish I didn't have to actually run the betas. Like part of me says, you know, I don't want to run the beta so that way, you know, in the fall when I get my new phone and I'm it's experiencing, all it's all shiny and new, right? I'm experiencing the hardware for the first time. I'm experiencing the new software for the first time, but. Um, you know, with my line of work, it's just, you have to be testing everything. So I'm on, I'm on a beta for every single thing I own. So I'm, I'm, I'm living on the edge. Yeah. One thing I find really helpful about Macrim is, is that I guess most of you guys have betas on your phones anyway. So right after June for the next few months, there's always new articles published with, uh, goes in depth into each new feature. I find that really helpful. So it's, yeah, we, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to keep up with, but we yeah. try our best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the um, I noticed on I noticed a few months ago on, on YouTube you published your you published a, your first video as well. Um, it's sort yeah, of a I bit did. different from Apple stuff. It was about a Google Pixel, so um, yeah. I had the chance to watch that a little while ago. So it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Is that Thank something you. you're yeah. getting into doing videos about new products or? Um, it was it was something I just wanted to try and experiment with and kind of see what people thought. Uh, incredible feedback, uh, yeah. you know, very, um, you know, very, very happy with that. Very grateful for for all the nice comments and everything. Um, we'll see. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll yeah. give it another shot. It's just a matter of finding the time, right? I mean, yeah, it's... when you're, it takes a lot of time. I didn't realize how much time it takes. Mm. Um, you know, to, to to first come up with an idea and sort of kind of script it out even if it's just a mental script to, to come up with the storyboard and, and what you want to shoot and, um, and then to actually record it and then to edit it. And then it, it's, and I, I didn't even do the editing for that video myself. Oh. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't even do the editing and I was already tired by the end of it. So I, I, yeah, I can't even imagine what it'd be like if I, um, if I did it all myself, but we'll see maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, I, I don't do the interface full time. I do another job where I make, um, some like tutorial videos and just mm. just editing those videos even though like even if they're like five or six minutes long just making sure there's nothing on the screen that you don't want to show or you've got to you've got to watch yourself on screen for multiple times it's just it's weird 
and it, it, yeah, it's weird watching yourself too. And then it's annoying because like after you export, I was talking to my editor and like, you know, we'd, we'd make one change and then we'd render it and then export it. And then we notice like one color grade thing is off or there's one, you know, weird glitch somewhere in the timeline and then you have to go yeah. back and, and yeah. So, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. When I, when I edited the first episode of this of this show, uh, it was a, two months ago now, that was about 40 minutes and that took a couple of hours, two or three hours to edit and that was just, and there wasn't even much on the screen, there was just two two cameras feeds and just working out how, I'm quite new to Final Cut Pro, so just working out how that works was just quite overwhelming, but it's a it's an there's a lot of there's a lot of good courses online for Final Cut um, uh, some pretty in depth detailed courses that just outline uh, basics and then go into you know more advanced Final Cut stuff. I, I yeah. watch a few of those videos; they're quite helpful. So maybe it help. Yeah, yeah. Final Cut Pro is quite impressive. Um, this is for sure, yeah, especially on a, on the newer Macs as well. Just there's no real slowdown. So it's what Mac do you have? I have a M1 iMac. So I bought that, bought that last year. Oh. Yeah, I use, nice. use that. That's the camera for this episode, and also I do all the editing on it. So, what's the uh, what color did you get? I went for blue. Okay, I'm a bit okay. torn. So. You, you, you were going to scare me there. I thought you were going to say like yellow <laughs> or green or something like. That. You got blue. Okay, that's that's the, that's a good I was, option. <laughs> I was tempted with yellow. I bought it not seeing anything in person first. Oh wow! You bought it online Sorry. just based yeah. off the images. <laughs> Wow, yeah. that's uh, that's a risky, <laughs> that's a risky move. <laughs> Be happy with it though. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. What what, what do you use day to day for your? I know you said you're using an iPad for this this recording, but mm-hmm. yeah, for my day to day, I actually um, have a 2015 iMac uh, that I use. Okay. Um, it, it came with a hard drive and like four gigs of RAM. But then uh, last year, I, I put like 32 gigs of RAM in it and a pretty fast SSD. It's funny because in some cases, I actually find it faster than my 16-inch MacBook Pro. Um, so it, I, I don't know if it's the added RAM because my um, 16-inch M1 Pro has like 16 gigs of RAM, so my iMac doubles it. Um, so yeah, it's uh, pretty good. It's not going to get macOS uh, Ventura, Ventura, so that's Ventura. unfortunate, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I've got I've got an old um, 2015 MacBook Air, the 11 inch one. Uh, unfortunately, that's it's just, the last OS update was um, Monterey. So Monterey. It's unfortunate. Yeah, but it, it's amazing that they last these long. I mean, you you would be very hard pressed to find, you know, a a Windows uh, computer from any maker, you know, Microsoft themselves or Acer, you know, any of the manufacturers that last you know, eight, seven, eight years and still get software updates and still run yeah. and can run apps. I mean, you, you just, you know, that's, you won't find that. So no. the fact that, that it's that lasted this long is, is, you yeah. know, is insane. Yeah. I, I don't use it much. I use it for basically, I'm on my way of blogging on the go. So it doesn't get much stress, but it's nice to have. So for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I've seen on your Twitter feed as well. You've been on. You've been on some TV, <laughs> which is quite, quite impressive. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, uh, I think it was Australian TV, wasn't it? Or... Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, uh, in a, yeah it was on Australian. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I um, yeah, yeah. I I love doing things like this. That's why when when you reached out to me, I was like, hell yeah! I 
definitely uh, do. I, I love, you know, uh, doing these type of things. And uh, those TV opportunities, they were fun. I'd love to do more of them. It's just a matter of um, waiting for uh, someone to reach out. So if any producers are watching this, feel free to <laughs> feel free to send me a message. <laughs> so someone from the show actually reached out to you, ask. Hmm? Someone from the uh, TV show actually reached out to you. Yeah, so uh, someone yeah. Uh, on Twitter, one of the producers just uh, reached out to me and said, hey, would you like to come on? I said, sure. It's hmm. uh, quite impressive. Rest is history, yeah. We'll see. Maybe with the iPhone event, maybe there'll be more appearances, but we shall see. Yes, quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm used to seeing, um, I think, I think Joanna Stern and um, John... Oh, that's embarrassing. I've forgotten his name. Gruber. Yeah, John Gruber. They've been on yeah. TV, I know, with their MacBook stuff a few years ago. So it's quite nice. Yeah, they're the uh, they're the they're the go to uh, voices for Apple. Or, uh, yeah, I should say Definitely. for Apple, but anything related yeah. to Apple. So yeah, they're yeah. they're cool. Yeah, I think you. Uh, it's, it was, again, it was quite again going back to Twitter as well. I think you had like a some sort of interaction with Joanna on Twitter. Like I think she retweeted your tweet like three or four times. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, and then she followed me. And I was like, "Oh God!" Oh. Yeah, it was uh, Joanna, <laughs> yeah, someone I've I've admired for a very long time. Uh, her work is is admirable, and and um, big fan of her. So I, I saw her retweet um, one tweet, like, "Oh my God, this is cool!" And then she put out another, and like she put like three or four, and then she started replying to my tweets, and then <laughs> she followed me. I was like, "Oh God, it's the, the pressure. Wow. No pressure here." Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, uh, not much. Well, there isn't really much coverage of the Wall Street Journal here, um, but uh, yeah, so I think she's. I think she's got like, a very wide audience. I've noticed. Um, I quite mm-hmm. enjoy when she's on John Gruber's podcast. Those episodes are always good fun to listen to, like three or four hours usually. But if you're taking a long yeah. journey in the car, it's something to listen to. But <laughs> or you can listen to the Mac Rumors. Uh, you can listen to the Mac Rumors podcast. So shameless plug, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's to. a good podcast, that one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, is that is that sort of the that that tweet you had from Joanna? Is that sort of the first time you've gone viral on Twitter, or has that happened before? Or? No, uh, I've gotten well. I mean, viral, I think, is subjective, right? Um, yeah. I guess it depends what you consider viral, but I've, I've definitely had tweets flow. I've had like yeah, multiple tweets blow up. Uh, unexpectedly too i mean um people often ask me like you know like what do you do on twitter i'm just like well, i just i mean it literally is as simple as i think of something and i just put it out um a lot of people i feel try and, and sort of fake themselves online uh, mm-hmm. put out things that they think other people are going to agree with or think is going to do well um i just you know if, if something comes to mind I'll, I'll usually draft it and then randomly posted so i'd wake up and i'd see a tweet that's like blown up I'm like oh i didn't expect that um yeah that one tweet that that joanna retweeted was definitely one of the um one of the top ones yeah yeah the um i know the that's that was about the battery percentage wasn't it on the yeah. ios 16 is it better yeah. six yep yeah that's quite an interesting addition it looks a bit personally it looks a bit weird like it, it doesn't look quite right but yeah yeah it, it looks addition, weird though. it looks weird because the, the battery icon stays full no matter what the the, oh. the the number changes right but the, the actual battery itself looks like it's always full even if it's not yeah 
uh, it starts to the, the actual battery icon changes once it goes below 20%. And that's when it actually reflects your actual percentage. But other than that, it's always full. So yeah, it's, um, it's a weird implementation. I'm not going to complain because it took them five years to give it to us. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, the masters at Apple. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I remember getting the beta on my phone and looking at it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait a second, this doesn't look right. And I was like, this is, this is, this looks weird. And then yeah. yes, it was a nice addition yeah, for sure. I quite, I quite enjoyed not having it visible. Cause I remember ages ago when I had a pre iPhone 10, you, just, mm. you look at the battery percent all the time, and you're sort of in your brain. It's sort of yep. oh, it's it's going down, it's going down. So I've quite enjoyed not having it there. But yeah, I uh, I had I had it enabled on my phone on the beta for like ugh, three hours, mm-hmm. and then I turned it off, and I, yeah. I have not have not turned it back on since. I mean, some people like it. I mean, I agree with you. Battery anxiety is a real thing. If you're constantly, you know, if that percentage is constantly there, you're just going to be staring at it, and it will just subconsciously feel like it's raining faster even if it's not um which i think is part of the reason apple took so long is that they didn't want people to you know be consciously anxious about their battery life i'm not sure what Mm -hmm. changed i feel like it definitely does have something to do with the always on display that we're getting with the um the 14 pro and the 14 pro max they i'm you know pretty confident to say this this is put there for that always on display um yeah but other than that i'm not sure why it took them this long but hey Thank you, Craig. There's a lot of stuff recently that that should have been added a long time ago, like the weather app on the iPad, and I think there was another. Was it the? There was, there was I think there was two apps added to the iPad this year. Was it the weather app, and then there was something else? Something uh, no, we were supposed to get a calculator app. We still didn't have a calculator yeah. app on the iPad. We got weather, but not calculator. So I guess iPad OS 17. That's taken yeah. 12 years to be added, but <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because. Craig was asked about this last year and said, why, why is there no weather app on the iPad? And he said something along the lines of, if we're going to make a weather app for the iPad, we want to make sure it's a really good weather app for the iPad. Like, you, you know, we want to make sure we take advantage of the full display of the iPad and everything. Yeah. And then you literally open the iPad app. It, it, all it is is the iPhone app stretched out. I mean, yeah. it's just bigger. I'm like, what, what were you, you know, what were you trying to say here? It's uh, maybe they try to do something more, um, um, uh, more, uh, ambitious, but the they just, maybe, yeah. or they couldn't, I don't know, but we finally got it. So, yeah. Yay. I think it's something to do. I, I don't know from an outside perspective of, of Apple a little bit, there seems mm-hmm. to be like a new breed of people coming in a little bit. Like, I think I've, I remember seeing a tweet ages ago, I think it may have been two or three years ago, there was a, a a girl who worked on the Apple Music team and she she added, well, she was part of the team that added the share sheet for Instagram, that you could share yeah. music to your Instagram story. That was that was quite, sort of them experimenting a little bit. And then the the, the lady who covers, who uh, manages the Apple weather team is Novell Swift as well. Yep. I think she was, she's, she's quite active on Twitter. So this seems to be quite a, I don't know, like a, a maybe just like subconscious thing, but it seems like a new they got a new breed of people in uh, a, a, cult, uh, a cultural yeah. shift sort of thing. Yeah, I yeah. um I definitely uh, see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, Apple has been much oh, yeah. more receptive to feedback in recent years. Uh yeah. and I, I think a big part of that is is they realize because for so many years Apple was really the only company that cherished an ecosystem 
right? They were the only people that actually had a proper ecosystem of devices from, from your phone to your watch to your AirPods to, you know, your, your home. But now yeah. there's actually much tougher competition from Google, from Microsoft, even from Samsung, Amazon, even though they don't have phones, but they're their home ecosystem. So I think they just realized there, yeah. there's, there's tougher competition now. And if they're going to stay ahead, they need to, they need to stop being so stubborn and actually give people what they want. So whether that's yeah. something as simple as an Instagram, uh, Apple Music Instagram share sheet or an actual MacBook Pro with ports and no touch bar or, um, I don't know, you know, whatever else. They, they just realize they, they need to step change. I remember watching that event live with the MacBook Pro one last year and just sort of shocked. Just, it was, you, yeah. it's just it's just unbelievable they just i know it's like very simple thing but it's like oh my god they've actually listened to people with that it's quite surprising yeah they, they literally just went through and and like checked off everyone's wish list they more ports yeah. you know better performance killer display i mean it was literally just them knocking off every single thing that people were hoping for and i, I want to see more of that from apple because they're capable yeah. of it it's not like they have, you know, they don't have the the ingenuity no, or the the capabilities yeah. to do it. They're a three trillion dollar company. I mean, you know, come on. They're not really constrained by anything. Yeah, there's and they, no budget constraints. There's no <laughs> literally the sky is the limit with them. So hopefully, we see more of that. Yeah, the one thing I, I really want to see is the uh, the return of the big HomePod. I know I've seen, I think I think I think I've seen Matt Rumors reporting it about two or three times the last few months. Yeah. That um, Mark Gurman's said something about the HomePod. I mean, I've got two or three of the big ones oh nice when you're watching when you're watching a movie or something and you can just you can feel the bass it's just it's something that compared to the mini one so you're still they still work yeah really wow yeah i uh, i have i have two of the large home pod minis too and unfortunately they they are dead oh i cannot uh they they boot up but they get extraordinarily hot uh, to the point of which yeah, I feel like I could I could fry an egg on them. Um, they they don't set up. Jeez. Siri just lags and just gives up. So I've um, yeah, it's unfortunate because yeah. the, the the two months I had them where they were working, they were really good. Uh, you know, one of the best yeah. sounding speakers you will find. Um, so yeah, we are yeah. getting we are getting um, we are getting the original HomePod back, which I'm not sure if they're going to call it HomePod. Definitely. I think they're going to probably call it HomePod Max. So they have HomePod Mini and then HomePod Max because they can't use the same name as a, as a product they discontinued, right? They, they can't reuse no, that name. Really. So HomePod Max, HomePod Pro Max, I don't know. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I think I've seen some people have them go pop as well. They make some weird popping noises. Oh. It's something to do with the capacitors inside the HomePod. Somebody's found out why it does it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I got lucky with this one. I, I bought, I moved into somewhere last year and managed to get someone selling one on Facebook Marketplace locally, mm-hmm. so um, they didn't want it anymore. So, but thankfully, touch wood, it, it's still working. So, is it the uh, what colors did you get? So I got a white one that I got a while ago, and I got a black one for the the television. So, nice. and do you use yeah, those up to the the TV? You use those separately, or use them as a pair? They're both separate. Separate. So. You should uh, you should try pairing them together. Yeah. When you're, when you're watching uh, TV, try pairing them together. And if you think one HomePod is, I mean, when you hear two of them synchronize the bass yeah. and, the, and the left and right, I mean, it's, it's, 
you you feel like you're at a cinema. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really good experience. Like having the um, the Apple TV with the um, what's it called the ARC connection, so you can have mm-hmm. the HomePod be the speaker for your mm-hmm. Xbox and other devices. So it's it's quite good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Definitely. yeah hopefully, yeah, hopefully, I like to see a HomePod with like a well, not not that HomePod, like a, a really small one, like with a screen, maybe. Yeah, I nice. I would love a HomePod with a screen. Um, but they are working on they are working on a HomePod that has an iPad connected through a robotic arm that will follow you around a room. Okay. <laughs> Sounds very sci-fi, <laughs> weird. Sounds weird, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's uh, the Amazon has something remarkably similar to yeah, it. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's like yeah. I don't think it follows you though. I think what Apple's trying to do here is like you, you kind of place it in the kitchen. And as you're cooking, mm-hmm. it will, you know, it'll probably use like center stage or, or some technology behind center yeah. stage to detect it and move you around. But yeah, a HomePod yeah. with a screen would be really nice. Yeah, definitely. Even even one like by your bedside table, like with a clock or something. Yeah, I have yeah, an Amazon um, just a... Amazon Echo, I think it's called. Uh, I forgot what it's okay. called. Yeah, it's, it's just a small like five-inch screen yeah. or something that just shows the time, something like that. With Siri built in, with like you know all of my Apple stuff built into it, would be really nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've lost track of all the Amazon stuff. There's so many. I think they have like some sort of Amazon Amazon event every year, and they, they announce like forty different devices. I've lost track. I think I think they have one every week at this point. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah, at some point there was a there was a microwave that they had Alexa built into or something. I remember that. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me honestly. It seems it seems believable. <laughs> Microwaves, fridges, everything. Why not? We need to talk about the Apple Watch. Do you uh, do, do okay. you rock? So yeah, I've. Do you rock an Apple Watch? Yeah, I've got a Series Five with a yellow band. Ooh. Are you? So it's my second Apple Watch. I got the Series Two when it came out. But are you eyeing? Uh, are you eyeing up? Uh, are you eyeing an upgrade? I don't know. I'm not sure. I bought the metal one. It was quite expensive when I bought mm-hmm. it, so I've, I'm a bit a bit reluctant to sort of put something in a drawer that costs this much. But yeah, I use it. I use it for tracking steps and mostly in notifications because I leave my phone mm-hmm. anywhere in the house and I lose it. So <laughs> just knowing what's going on on my watch is quite useful. But so the, the series, so you have um, you like any like do you like ever take like an ECG on your watch or? Yeah, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if, uh, yeah, because the Series Eight is um, well. I mean, even if you upgrade, you're going to get a larger display compared to the Series Five. Because um, the Series yeah. Seven has like a and the blood oxygen thing as and well. And the blood oxygen thing, and with the Series Eight, a body temperature too. Uh, be able to tell you your body. Tem- yeah. Well, it, it won't be able to tell you your actual body temperature like a normal thermometer. It will. Okay. It will tell you if it thinks you have a fever. So, so it won't actually tell you like your body temperature is like thirty five degrees or whatever. It will just tell you you may have a fever. Seek medical attention. So, kind of what it does with the um, with the ECG tells you if you have AFib or if yeah. you don't have AFib. It's kind of kind of be similar to that. So, you'll get blood oxygen and a body temperature. So, which is crazy if you think about you know the amount of sensors that they're building into this small little device just on your watch. It you know it's it's crazy. It's, uh, it's insane. And you think about where it's going to be ten, yeah. ten, you know, ten, ten years down the line from here. I mean, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's 
insane. And it's, it's actually life-saving. You know, it's not just like a feature that, um, yeah. you know, it's just like a gimmick. No, these are, you know, there are hundreds of stories of people saying that their Apple Watch notified them to mm-hmm. to whatever, a high heart rate or they fell or whatever. And if it wasn't for the watch, you know, they, they probably would not have made it. So it's not just gimmicks. These are actual, you know, real substantial changes that people make. So, or that the watch has, yeah, so... Yeah, definitely. I've seen I've seen stories about people in car crashes where they've the cars on the side and their phones fallen on the passenger window and they just use their watch to call the emergency services. It's just yeah, it's uh, it must be yeah, and that's just the ones we hear about. There must be more that people don't tell anyone. Oh yeah, so, for sure, for sure. And yeah. uh, I wonder the amount of emails Apple gets probably from from people and um, all that. So yeah, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, they did. It was, that reminds me actually they did a there was an event like last year or the year before where they started the whole event off or it was the Apple Watch segment where they mm-hmm. had a, a video compilation of all the stories they had which is quite yeah that was nice. uh, October 2020 I believe yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah I've, I've lost track of time yeah I um, <laughs> you, could, you could you could quiz me like ask me like when Apple said this in a keynote <laughs> and I tell you because I have to watch these keynotes like yeah I do miss you know, as much as I love working at Mac Rumors, I do miss not working <laughs> at Mac Rumors because event days come. I used to just sit in front of my TV, right, and just have some popcorn and, and watch the event. Now, event days are like you know our our, our sort of Super Bowl moment. So, but yeah, um, yeah, I, uh, I I live. I started. Well, I started maybe about four years ago. Live tweeting the the Apple mm-hmm. events, and you, your brain goes into a weird mode. You sort of you're not absorbing anything that's happening. You're just so yeah. anytime I do that, I have to go and watch it again. Yeah, and the first the, the first time the event goes through, uh, you 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 don't digest anything. Like you just you know you pick out these keywords no. and you type and you tweet and publish whatever, and that's it. Yep. And then like thirty minutes after the event finishes, you have to rewatch and it's like, oh, I missed that or I missed this or cool transition or whatever. So yeah, first time through is always um, always rough. Are you enjoying these? Uh, yeah, it's. I was going to say, are you enjoying these digital events, or would you rather Apple move back to yeah, the in-person ones? It's, it's it's very it's different, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's I think the first one was June twenty twenty. Yeah. I think it was yeah. It's it's definitely got a higher production value, and other people, other companies have tried to mimic it. I know Huawei or one of those have have got a very similar set, and it's not quite there's something off yeah. with it. But no, it's whoever's. It's impressive. Uh, the team behind that video production is just—it's like a movie. Yeah. It's all the drone shots, the transitions, and and yeah, they've they've gone to work with that. It's yeah, it's a high production value with that. It's it's quite nice. I I kind of there's a sense of realism with the with the um, theater ones. Mm-hmm. There's a it's, there's like somebody like Craig will make a little mistake and you think okay, they're, st- they're still yeah. coming. Yeah, that's the we don't <laughs> um, get any of the funny funny bloopers or. You know, the part I miss most no. is the audience reaction. I, I miss, you know, yeah. hearing the claps and the cheers. And um, like I was thinking the other day, like, what if they announced the MacBook Pros with an in-person audience? And like, you know, what, you know, when that yeah. scene came up, like the HDMI port, you know, I, the, the the crowd would have just blown up in in in, in just excitement, right? Yeah. So I miss that aspect of it because it was easier to gauge excitement based off of how loud the cheers were. But with these digital mm-hmm. events, you just kind of have to go off of what you see on Twitter and online. So it's a little bit harder to kind of gauge. Um, yeah, the production, the, these digital events have been um, 
exceptionally well produced, like literally like like a movie. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's truly second to none. Yeah, the the in, the in person event uh, in the past that really stuck with me, and it still gives me goosebumps every time I watch it. Is the Apple Watch? The Apple Watch. Uh, one? Like when they have that mm-hmm. reveal and everyone's cheering, and you can hear it over the yeah. video. It's just. I've watched that a few times recently. It's just you just feel your, your, your head yeah, yeah. It's, it's the yeah. uh, that was the first the, the one more thing Apple Watch, and there was another one. Um, ooh, the I, uh, iOS seven reveal. Uh, if you go back and you watched iOS seven reveal, uh, you could as they were showing off the new iOS design, you could you could hear the crowd cheering over the video uh, because the the, oh, wow. the reaction was so strong to that redesign, and the same with the Apple Watch. Yeah, so I do miss those for sure. Yeah, I get. I get with iOS seven. Maybe there's a little bit. I didn't think it was that positive. Mm. I thought, I I really liked it personally, but I I thought there was like a general, a general like conception that wasn't quite right. I don't know. Maybe that's just like the, the Twitter sphere. I'm not sure. Yeah, the Twitter. I, I really the Twitter it. sphere has a has a way of over exaggerating things, um, yeah, blowing things out of proportion. So it's kind of hard to actually tell whether mm. people like something. I used to, whenever. Whenever any iOS updates came out in like September, I would just used to go on Twitter and have a look what's happening. Um, but now I just stick off it because it's just um, well, it's, there's always somebody complaining. So that's that's Twitter. Yeah, that's it what is, happens. Yeah. But yeah, no, I uh, just yeah, I, I'm enjoying those new the new events. So yeah, yeah. From my perspective, uh, they're much harder to cover at Mac Rumors. Um, they're much harder to cover in Mac rumors, especially uh, WW- this year's WWDC was very difficult for us to cover as a team because there was an in-person crowd at Apple Park watching a live stream of the keynote uh, at Apple oh, yeah. Park. Yeah. Um, the, the problem we realized, though, was that the stream they were watching was several minutes uh, ahead of ours. So whatever Apple was streaming on YouTube or on their website, it was delayed, two to three minutes delayed. So we would see tweets about mm-hmm. things they announced before we actually saw it. And that created, um, so yeah, very niche problem. But for us Apple bloggers and reporters, it was a pain. Yeah, these digital events are a pain because they're so much more fast paced. It's, it's literally a thing after another thing after another thing. They finished iPhone, bam, transition, watch, bam, AirPods, bam, Mac. You know, it's just, it's it's rapid fire, um, and I've said this before. But if anyone on the Apple production team is watching this, please slow down. <laughs> like slow down a bit. Like like give us like let us breathe for a second, because it's you guys are just going too fast. Like, like even if you need to put in a break, say you know we're giving this five minute break to all of the Apple <laughs> Apple websites trying to keep up. But yeah, it's uh, very fast paced events. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love someone to just from that production team to, to sort of give like a breakdown of how it all works because I'm, I'm fascinated like movies behind the scenes I'd, I'd love to I don't I, they, they'll never do it but just someone to cover what the whole production process how how many times advanced mm-hmm. to do it the bloopers and all those bits and pieces be, yeah the bloopers to, to me are what I want to see most like I want to see bloopers of like Craig running <laughs> or Craig yeah. anything Craig related I'm for it um yeah, so the bloopers and um, and another thing that really fascinates me is that all those drone shots. Apple Park is always empty. I mean, if you notice in the drone shot, there's never anyone walking around mm-hmm. Apple Park. There's never any like cars in the vicinity of Apple Park. There's never any 
activities. I'm always like, are these like, like, do they animate out these people? Or I mean, I do they tell the staff? I mean, like, yeah. you know, we are recording something. Don't come, don't come to the office today. Um, so things like this, I would love to know. I think people would like that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people, not not the whole company, you know, but yeah. yeah no. But I would, I would love to know these, yeah, know. Uh, you know, these things. Like maybe Apple will. Uh, I should ask them. I'll yeah. ask them if anyone from the production team wants to. Let's have an interview. Highly doubt to say yes, but worth a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's some. There are some bits and pieces online at the moment about some people not entirely happy about the office return. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, but... it's a very mixed reaction. There's definitely uh, segments within Apple who are happy with the return. You know, I think you have to understand there are some jobs that you just really can't do remotely, like hardware engineering. Hardware design; these are things that are very hands-on things, right? And Apple has had—I mean, it's not like Apple Park has been empty. No, they've had people coming in. Uh, they've they've allocated different times, so there's not too many people there at once. Uh, of course, due to COVID, but yeah. um, there's some jobs that you just can't do remotely, and there's other jobs that you can. And um, yeah, so eventually, I mean, they—you know—they they spent God knows how billions uh, on on Apple Park, so people better. If no one wants to work there, I'll work there. I mean, if no if no one likes their office, I'll I'll, I'll take their office if they don't like it. Yeah, I think I think the problem is everyone, and me personally as well. Everyone got used to not being in the office. I used to work an office job, um, and it was just it's, it's sort of your brain goes into like a different mode. I guess you just you don't want to. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm quite grateful. My new, well, I'm quite grateful. I'm working now. Is office is home based. Yeah, me too. Yeah, my career is is fully remote. Um, so it's, it's nice to be able to just, um, it does get a little bit boring sometimes. I, I do sometimes wish mm-hmm. we had like an office, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. very nice. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I sometimes go to like a co-working mm-hmm. place to, um, sort of be able to, well, sometimes, occasionally go and do that. But I find, I find a, at home, I sort of lose, lose productive productivity a little bit. So if I'm working on a working on something, it's just I find I can just I can bang out in a few hours mm-hmm. when I'm somewhere else. So yeah, requires uh, requires yeah. some self discipline for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Cool. I think that's probably it. To be honest, cool. yeah. Something fell. Not sure <laughs> what that was. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think that's probably it. I'll I'll wrap up. So. Um, cool. Um, thank you for thank you for joining me, Sammy. Uh, it's been really really good to thank talk to you. Thank you for having me. So yeah, um, if anyone wants to follow you, oh yeah, that's all right. If anyone wants to follow you on on social media, where can, where can uh, find on you? Twitter? Best place, Sammy S A M I F A T H I underscore, or just type in Sammy Fatale Matt on Google, and it's the first, usually the first result that pops up. <laughs> yeah, and also um, uh, Matt Creamers as well. So. I'll make sure I put all the links um, below this video for people awesome. to find thank it. Thank you. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for, oh, thank you for, thank you for joining me on the uh, Creator Spotlight. Thank you for having me.